0: Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz and this is Ascension Presents. So I was reflecting a little bit about the, uh, I guess what they call now like the Ashley Madison Scandal. You probably know about this website. It was designed for people who want to cheat on their spouses. And when people hacked into it, they got all the names of the people that thought they were being anonymous when they registered to be people who could ultimately cheat on their husbands and wives. Um, the hackers, as you probably already know, they threatened to release the names of everyone who had registered on the website unless they saw the people who own the website shut the website down. They didn't and the hackers then released all the names. Now, there were some estimates that there's 35 million names of people who are on that registered on the Ashley Madison website. Um, other numbers are like, well, those numbers are fudged. They're too big. It's maybe more like 10 million or 7 million. Now, regardless of the actual numbers, and regardless of the actual percentage, there's a couple things that are interesting. One thing is something that comes right back from Jesus, what Jesus said in Luke chapter 12. He said this, he said, Be be aware, there's nothing concealed that will not be revealed. There is nothing hidden that will not be known. There's secret that will not be known. Whatever you've said in darkness will be heard in the light, what you've whispered behind closed doors proclaim from the housetops. There's something about that that's just like, it's kind, of, it's kind of scary. But I think a lot of times we live like it's not true. We live as if, no, 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 I'm not going to get caught. If I have anonymity, then I'm fine. And this whole scandal, essentially, is all about that. That sense of like, I can just keep making some of these decisions and I'm going to be fine. There's something in the human heart that was willing to go on there and register. And my guess is this. If it's in those 10 to 35 million people's human heart, my guess is that same thing is in your heart and in my heart. What I mean is this, not necessarily, not necessarily that you want to cheat on your spouse or you'd like to be part of that kind of relationship. In fact, there might be something in you that's like, oh my gosh, that'd be the worst thing in the world. But it's really interesting because let's take it down from this whole like Ashley Madison stuff to like real life. I'll talk to people all of the time, whether they're simply dating in a long-term relationship or if they're actually married who will bring me this issue. The issue is I'm dating someone, or I'm married to someone, I'm committed to them and I have a crush on someone else. And they recognize this, this thing in their heart that's like sets off these alarms and it's like so here's a couple of things that happen. One, option one, no, not, we're just friends. I don't have a crush on this person. We're just friends. It's okay. So A, that's denial. B, I do have a crush on this person and what does it mean? What does it mean that I have this crush on this person? I have to. I must be with the wrong dating person or I must be with the wrong spouse right now. Option three, I have a crush on this person. It means I'm in love with them and I'm helpless now. Now let's address all of those. First is this. There can be a person who lives in that denial of saying, okay, um, I don't really have a crush on this person. We're just really good friends. We We don't do anything or say anything inappropriate. I would say let's pay attention to this though. Do you share more of your heart with this person than you do with your spouse or your committed long-term relationship? If that's the case, then you have a crush on them. You're, you're leaning towards on them for your romantic feelings, or at least the very least, there is a severe danger of that blossoming into something that you place you don't want to go. So let's admit you have a crush. But let's admit the second thing too. Sometimes people say, like, I'm in love. I'm helpless now. I'm powerless. I guess that's I just I just have to go with it. Actually, no. You can admit, one, I have a crush. Two, I only have a crush. That's all it is. So many people will turn to Eros, you know, that romantic love and say, that's, give me permission to do whatever I want. Eros, I can't help it. I'm powerless against it. Therefore, I have to act on it. And that's just absolutely false. The truth of the matter is, No matter who you are, if you're in a relationship with other people in a way that's honest, in a way that's open to to some people, you're going to have a crush on people who are not your spouse or are not the person you've committed your life to. That's just going to happen. That doesn't also give you permission to act on that. Now, I know that just sounds like such a no-brainer, but I think it's important to be reminded of that. It's only a crush. You don't have to freak out. You can simply calm down and say, What is wrong with me? Well, what's wrong with you is, we all have broken hearts, but the reality is you don't have to act on that. That's the third thing, but you do have to make a decision. When you find that thing in your heart, you admit, okay, I have a crush, it's only a crush, but I have a decision. The decision is this. This or this. You can either feed the crush and it'll grow, or you can starve the crush and it'll die. But you have to make one decision or another, but you can't just kind of, I'm just going to kind of go along with it and go, you know, this and that and keep contact with this person and spend time with this person. That's what that is. That's called feeding it. Make a decision. Either I feed it, or I starve it. And to realize, but no, we've been such good friends for so long. Okay, but that friendship now has an added element to it. You're not free to enter into a romantic relationship with this person. Therefore, your option is very clear. You have to starve it. Because your married life, or your marriage relationship, is far more important than your romantic feelings. I mean, think about this. Eros, having a crush on someone. People have used it as permission to break their most solemn promises that they've may, ever made. And to realize that doesn't just simply affect me today or next week or for the next year. To break those kinds of promises actually affects generations. Now, regardless of whether you, uh, everyone knows you, you're a famous person and your name is now on the Ashley Madison list or you're, nobody knows you but you stepped out on your spouse, who fed that crush and and pursued that, your kids, your grandkids, their kids and their grandkids will be affected by that decision one way or another. That decision to either starve or to feed. You are not powerless in the face of eros. You are not powerless in the face of a crush. You actually can make this decision. And it's just crazy. The most radical decisions are not radical decisions. They're just good decisions. As an example, the last thing here. I remember uh, I was doing some marriage prep and this uh, fiance, you know, guy and gal, they were amazing, incredible people. They loved each other very much, but she shared with me that at her work, uh, she kind of developed a crush on some guy at work. And she's starting to think, maybe, you know, he's maybe I, maybe I should be with him rather than my fiance, all these kind of things. And she's like, wait a second, it's just a crush, but I can't keep feeding this. So she actually ended up quitting her job. She found a new one, she found a new one. They're doing great. She ended up quitting her job in order to starve that crush so she could love fully her husband. You might be in a situation like that where it's like, well, I don't want to act too drastically. Listen, when it comes to those huge promises, when it comes to not just your life but the lives of other people and generations to come, there is no such thing as too drastic. The only thing is the question of what are you going to do? And I think you know which one it is you want to do. So, my prayers are for you because it's a tough decision sometimes. But from all of us here at Ascension Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.